and welcome to Ask Me About K-Pop, the essential guide for recent converts and seasoned fans alike. My name is Shannon, and I am uh, doing my best today with my best friend, Angelica. Angelica, how are you today? Significantly better than you're doing, my dear. You <laughs> sound terrible. I know. I'm so sorry, everybody. I'm going to let Angelica take a lot of the lead this week so that you don't have to hear too much of this. Um, I'm very ill. And we went to that concert last night and I screamed too much. We had to. They were all so good. Because it was really, really fun. Um, Yeah, so let's talk talk about that concert, like, up top. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, well, today's episode is about concerts. Yes. So it's perfect timing for us to talk all about this, Um, especially because the – so we went to the Korea Times Music Festival, which is held every year here in L.A. since 2003. Um, It's at the Hollywood Bowl, and it was actually the first time that Korean artists appeared at a concert outside of Asia when they first started in – 2003. Wow. Um, so it was uh, historically significant as well as super fun. Yes, it was super, super fun. Um, yeah, we bought all, we had all of those beautiful glow sticks. Um, and I just wanted to thank the people who made donations. So thank you to Steph, Alicia, and Nick. We appreciate it so Yay, much. Thank you so much. And so did the fans that came and got them. Yeah. Um, we, it took us maybe, like, if we hadn't gotten them tangled up, yeah. I bet we could have gotten rid of them in, like, 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. It would have been so easy. But we wanted to. I, I We had these little cards printed out that, like, mm. plugged to the podcast and whatever yeah. and explained, like, the, how to use a glow stick if people don't know how to activate them or whatever. So we tied them. We had strings, like, yeah. that matched the colors so we'd know what was what. Mm-hmm. They were all tied up. But, um, yeah, then they got into a horrible knot. And then a bunch of really nice yeah, people were like, do you want help? women just appeared and were like, do you want me to help you untangle that? I work in jewelry. I'm good at knots. And we were like, yes. Yeah. So they like stuck around forever and like yeah. helped us untangle And you know stuff. what I also really appreciated were the people who would like, because the ones that got the most tangled were the red velvet and the EXID ones. And people would come by and say like, oh, can I get a red velvet glow stick? And we would say yes, but they're all tangled up. So like we have to wait. It, those uh-huh. will take a minute. And they just politely waited. Yeah. Like one guy waited for that EXID one for like 20 minutes. Yeah. He just like yeah. chilled. It was really nice. Yeah, Everybody was, really, was nice. really nice. Everyone was really nice. Um, and yeah, they were they were good glow sticks. The pink ones were disappointing though. Yeah, but they were just not very bright. So I feel like hard. you couldn't, they were the right color. They just didn't, they didn't glow. glow. Yeah, that was a bummer. Yeah. But anyway. But the show itself. So the concert itself. Yeah, so the Korea Times Music Festival is a neat event because it combines um, a variety of different types of Korean musical acts. Yeah. Um, the first year that we went, we went because Shiny was playing, and they also had AOA and Red Velvet, and then they had like a bunch of trot singers. They had um, there was the like interpretive dance and the like knife, the uh-huh, knife and, like guys. the knife routine. So like this year was more just music. Like they didn't have they only had one they had one b boy team yeah. um, that came out. Kind of in the middle of intermission, like that would seemed lame to have them uh, go when everyone was in the bathroom. But um, uh, for the most part, it was just like trot singers, some acoustic singers, soloists, and then uh, the five groups that we've mentioned before, which were EXID, Red Velvet, NCT One Two Seven, B Two B, and Rain. Yes. Um, NCT came out first. Yes, very first. Shook. Everyone. No one was prepared. No one was ready. Um, it so, was still light out. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, but they were adorable and 
they had so many like fangirls who were like, losing their minds mm-hmm. and it was really cute. Their glow sticks went first. Yes. <laughs> and we work. had the most NCTs of anything. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, those went fast. They were great. Um, so each group, there are uh, there were 11 acts in total, and each group uh-huh. performed only three songs. Yes. So that the show went from about 6 to 11 o'clock. Uh-huh. And what else? What else? More highlights. More highlights. Um, I, I have to say that my – I mean, all of the groups that we were there for to see and support were fantastic. Yeah. Like um, EXID came out and they did uh, Do Do Do. They did Lady. Um, they did Up and Down. Yeah. So they, like, covered all the bases and they were fantastic. They looked beautiful. Red Velvet, the same. Uh-huh. Uh, who is it? Joy was not there. Yeah, Joy is uh, filming a – Drama, so she hasn't been right. with them on tour in a while. So the other four ladies were there. They did uh, what did they do? They did they Peekaboo did... and oh no, they did Red Flavor. Red and Flavor, Peekaboo, Peekaboo and, Bad and Bad Boy. And um, like we said, was great. Rain was excellent. He closed the show. Um, and then oh, B two B was really good yeah. too. I was not familiar with a lot of their music, but. Um, they were really fun because they had a lot of a lot of fangirls in the audience oh, that yeah. brought their official B2B light sticks. Yeah. Um, and so that was really cool. They were cute. Uh, I was proud that we got the glow stick color right. It, it like matched well uh-huh. with their official light sticks. Um, but for me, my favorite was Rose Motel. Yeah. I loved them. They really they were stole the so show. They so good. They were so good. Rose Motel is this group that I had actually heard of before we saw this concert because they appeared on a show called Beatles Code, I think is the name of it. It's like a variety interview show um, hosted by a member of Super Junior and some other dude. Uh, and they brought TVXQ and Rose Motel. They were like the two guests. So mm-hmm. I had actually seen this group before. But they're like a five – um, dudes in their like late 30s, early 40s, and uh, they do kind of like pop rock, I guess, like sort of yeah. just classic rock yeah, and just, roll, really. Yeah. And they, yeah, but they were so energetic. And the lead singer came out and introduced themselves as the Korean sex band. He was like, We are a Korean sex band. And everybody was laughing really hard. And then after the next song, one of the other persons, one of the other like members was like, Just to clarify, he meant sexy. He meant yeah. sexy. He like wanted to, but we just kept being like, we're Korean just- sex band. <laughs> yes, they were so. They were super good. They were wearing these like bright red matching suits with these huge pink flowers on them. They were fantastic. I fully recommend checking out Rose Motel or watching them live at least. Yeah, I was also really stoked um, because this trot singer Park Young Bin was there and he did like his hits like Shabang Shabang. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I was dying. I like trot. We we can talk about trot music another day down in the future, but like it's it's so fun. It's like a. I think we've mentioned it before, maybe in an episode or two, like, or I don't know. I think we've mentioned it before, but, um, trap music is like an older style of Korean music, of like Korean pop music. Um, and actually when we were passing out glow sticks, there was an older lady who came up to us and asked if we had any glow sticks for the trot singers. And we were like, oh, they don't have fan colors. Sorry, they don't have fan colors. And then I heard that same lady because she was like, sort of standing near us like another like lady came by and was like do they have glow sticks from Park on Bin and she was and she said to her like they don't have fan colors and I was like oh good we're like spreading (laughs) we're spreading the word Um, and I also like 
completely died because one of my favorite like Korean singers. He like doesn't count as K-pop because he's not K-pop. He's just like a he's like, like a, a Josh Groban, yeah, like, like an adult powerhouse, an vocalist. adult contemporary vocalist yeah. or whatever. His name is Kim Bum Soon. He's incredible, mm-hmm. and he did like everything I wanted him to do last night, mm-hmm. including a crazy club remix of my favorite Trot song. Yeah, and it was so oh so good. <laughs> It was great. Every single performance was was fantastic. Yeah, it was a really, really good time. And if you want to um, see any of it on our Instagram, I've uh, made it a story highlight. So mm-hmm. it will like always be on the top of our Instagram page if you want to relive our night through my little Instagram Yeah, and there's clips. a clip from pretty much every performer. Um, not every song, but definitely every performer. Yeah, I tried to get, <clears throat> yeah. tried to tried to document it while still having fun and dancing around and not holding my camera. I thought you did time. a good job. Oh, thank you. I do also appreciate that when Rain is performing, you can hear both of us scream, Take, Take your it top off! off! <laughs> Everyone was laughing at us, but it's true. It's what we wanted. And he didn't. When he took off his jacket to I reveal that he was wearing. Were, I know, but he was he wearing not. a kind of like overall vest. He likes to wear like military yeah, vests. He um, was like definitely throwing back to his Rain's Coming World Tour, which uh-huh. we watched on DVD. <laughs> which yeah. I own yeah. on DVD. It's good. Um, it's pretty good, but it is also military themed. But he takes it off a lot in that, in that, in that concert. But he only had three songs to like heat yeah. up the place, so maybe that's not enough <laughs> <Maybe>. time. <laughs> um, anyway, that was great. That was fun. That's And that was that. Yeah. So now in a segue that's not so smooth, today we're going to talk about different types of concerts. Yeah, we're going to keep talking about concerts. Um, K-pop concerts aren't that different from like other, you know, a concert is a concert. But there's a a couple things that are like unique or interesting that we feel like is worth talking about. So Yeah. So we'll start with our vocabulary words. Vocabulary words. Which are concert. Fan meet and showcase. Um, so they're all English words that will be easy for you. Um, and they're really just slightly different types of performances that different K-pop groups will have. Yes. Um, so a concert is a stadium tour. It usually accompanies the release of an album. That's pretty standard. Like what you think of when you think of a concert is, mm-hmm. is a concert. Um, they usually last for like three hours. Um, and they'll obviously take place like all over Korea and they'll go to abroad or a as world well. tour or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just like a big old spectacle of a concert. Yeah. And the world tour locations really vary. Like sometimes they'll call it a world tour and they'll really only tour in like Asia. And uh-huh. sometimes they'll do a world tour and they hit like a couple of North American and like South American cities and sometimes they do a world tour and they really do go all yeah. over the place Europe um, gets skipped a lot I know that's mm-hmm. like definitely a big complaint in the like international fan yeah. community is that like Europe gets skipped a lot um, and that's not fair I mean so does Africa let me tell you oh, they that's never true. go there that's true. <laughs> they never go there um, and they are starting to go to the Middle East more often now mm-hmm. um, so I think that they're like as K-pop is growing an international fan base, I think we'll start to see them exploring Actual more. world yeah, tours More happening. continents, yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, the stadium tours, like, can pretty much include anything from their discography. Like, they have up to four hours to fill. Right. Um, and so they will have a wide catalog for their music. Um, they'll usually include, like, remixes. Um, and the, I think, the coolest part about the concert stadium tours is that 
because they have so much time, they usually plan, groups will usually plan for members to do solo stages or special stages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, for example, uh, we talked about when To Anyone first debuted, their debut stage included, like, each member mm-hmm. doing a little solo piece. So that's basically what would happen in a concert, except, like, so let's say the first three songs are everybody all together, and then it's just one of them doing a solo. Maybe it's a solo dance, or maybe it's a solo rap, or maybe it's a solo song, or maybe or it's it can a... Be, like, it can get real creative. Mm-hmm. Um uh, it's Shiny World 5, Onu Tap Danced. Mm-hmm, to close the door. That was really cool. Um, I know at an A-Pink concert a little while ago, um, Bomi did a pole dance and sang um, Prob- Problems by Ariana Grande. Amazing. Unexpected. But yeah. I love it. So, like, there's all, all kinds of things can happen. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes it really depends. I feel like solo stages are where... Like with the boy groups, if someone's going to like take their clothes off and like do some kind of overtly sexy whatever, that happens it in happens a solo on a stage. Solo stage, yep. But it's funny because I know like, like Mino, for example, like for their uh, like a couple shiny world tours in a row was doing the like naked dance thing mm-hmm. and then for one of their Japanese dome tours he then wore like a little spinny baseball cap and had like children, children. and did like Literal a little children like a little goofy like him. Japanese mm-hmm. kid song yeah. so they can do anything with these and like, then spec- also in one of those Japanese tour uh, tours Key did like a really crazy bondage number yes. where he in like a leather harness and like and he had and like stuff. pink hair and he pulled someone from the audience like a fan was on stage with him like essentially getting a BDSM lap dance from Key and it was crazy yeah (laughs) so the range the range in a solo stage is like all over the place Mm -hmm. and it's but it's usually just like showcasing that member or two members or whatever like a talent of theirs Chanyol just played drums at the first like EXO Mm -hmm. tour at the most recent one he does like a rap rap. that he wrote himself or whatever it's very angsty (laughs) Um, or as I also wrote down one because mostly solo stages will either be like a member covering a song like you just mentioned right. Ariana Grande some of Mino's songs were like he did like a Chris Brown and one like an Usher an, one yeah 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 but and sometimes like we said like Onu did close the door it's like a different version of one of the group's original songs and sometimes it's an original song that like doesn't exist anywhere else. So there's, uh, in EXO's current tour, Kai has a solo called I See You, which is a song that he sings, and it is like a very dramatic dance that he does shirtless, Mm -hmm. and that doesn't exist. There is no recorded, downloadable version of that song that you can buy. Is it the same with um, Sehun's solo stage from the current um, tour, where he, we gotta go, Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That song doesn't exist on any... uh, (laughs) Uh, anything either it's just an excuse for Sehun to take his shirt off which who's mad at that no no one no one's mad at that um so so anyway so next vocabulary word is a fan meet yes um and a fan meet so oh you know what before we talk about fan meet we need to mention ment okay yeah 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 this is just like a a term that you'll see around if you find if you ever if you ever get a K-pop concert DVD or you're watching a big concert DVD online and you see like the track list sometimes it will just say ment m e n t which I don't know if it's short for comment or mention 
or something, but it just basically means that they're talking. Honestly, when I first read that, my immediate thought was that it, it stood for sentiment. Oh, yeah. See, there's so many words that have meant in yeah. it. And because it's usually sentimental. Yeah. Like it, it is about, it is like the group talking, uh, basically, mm-hmm. but it's usually like an introduction or it comes in the middle when people are changing. It comes as a conclusion and it's often like each member will take a turn saying like how thankful they are and like how happy they are to be there. Yeah. But it's just, yeah, they're basically just talking, but I, you'll see around this term meant and you might be like, what is that? Like yeah. it's just they're talking during a concert. And so the breakdown of like these different, these three different shows, like concert fan me and showcase is a concert is usually like 90% musical performances and like 10% meant right Mm -hmm. so they'll like talk at the beginning they'll talk at the end and maybe somewhere in the middle they'll say something a fan meet has usually about 40% musical performance and then 60% of the fan meet itself is fan interaction and that can take the form of a couple different ways or a couple different things some of it is just a meant of them like talking usually fan meets have an MC Mm -hmm. so they have like a host um, and that host will help them to organize like um, talk segments or interviews or games or skits Um, sometimes those games include like fans getting to participate Mm -hmm. in them sometimes it's just the groups like doing silly things while the fan gets to watch um and those are usually like one to two hours and they'll do seven to ten songs from any of their albums like they do usually come in conjunction with the release of a new album but they don't only perform songs from that new album sometimes i read they'll even take fan requests ahead of time to be like what song would you like to hear at this fan meet because it's really the purpose of it is to meet the fans yes these happen a lot a lot in korea but i also think like our listeners like if you are living somewhere outside of korea and you get a chance to see a k-pop group more likely than not you're going to get to go to a fan meet Mm -hmm. Um, because these concerts like we were talking about a lot of the times they have big spectacles involved like wire work or like stages that move or crazy things that they can't put on a boat and like ship it to America to like do the crazy tour. Um, So most of the time we've gotten to go to two fan meets. Mm -hmm. Luckily, like um, the first one was we saw Mama Moo and they called it a Moo party. Yep. And so it was like to meet the LA fans. Yeah. And so it was in a really small theater, Mm -hmm. no seats. Everyone was standing. Yep. You weren't allowed to take pictures or record it. Um, Sometimes concerts and fan meets and showcases have really strict filming rules. Mm -hmm. Um, But this one in particular, like, you weren't allowed to film it. And then we also got to see a pink do one. Yes. So, like, at these, at at both of them, it was like the group came out and they did, like, two songs. Mm -hmm. And then the MC came out and was like, hey, I'm your MC. Mm -hmm. And they did, like, introduce the group, ask them some questions blah, 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 like, do another song, and, like, now let's play charades with some members from the audience, or, like, it's just, like, it's more, it's just definitely more of, like, a casual kind of atmosphere Mm -hmm. and less of a, like, performance. It really is sort of, they want you to feel like you're getting, like, you're getting to hang out with them right now. Exactly. Yeah. The focus is not the musical performances, and they include the fans in a lot of different ways, like the one that we saw at a for A-Pink, um, they had held a contest ahead of time for fan cover dances. Mm-hmm. And so the winner of that contest then, like, in the middle of the – so let's say that this fan meet was, like, an hour and a half to two hours long. They'll give the girls a break in the middle to go, like, 
like change and maybe drink some water or whatever. And during that like quote unquote intermission, it's Mm -hmm. like 10 minutes. The fan who won like this dance cover contest came out on stage and did a dance cover of of like an A Pink medley and then chatted with the MC for a bit and then like left and the girls came back. Um, the MC at that thing was that, the worst. Yeah, that sounds very innocent and like nice. It actually was very painful to watch as an audience <laughs> member because the MC was so terrible and yeah. awkward. Like it, it was awful. It was he like made a flirty joke with her and then asked and then asked her her age and found out she was like fifteen and was like, "Whoa, just kidding." Whoa, ugh. Yeah, it was very. It was, horrible. It was very it was gross. Horrible. But the, in general. Yeah. <laughs> but the MC, it was fun. The MC for the Mamamoo one was Esna, who is like an artist that they work with sometimes. Yes. And she's just like from America and a native English speaker. Mm-hmm. So like she made a good MC, but she also had like rapport with Mamamoo. Yeah. So it like made it very friendly. Whereas like the A Pink guy was just some guy they had hired who was like here. Ugh. And he, and he didn't speak rough. Korean that well because there were all there were two interpreters on the mm-hmm. stage standing behind him having to do the translating work, and yeah. he was just being awkward and making it so awkward. It was that was rough. That was rough to watch, but still fun yes. to experience. Fan meets um, are really fun. I know, like uh, Red Velvet. Did they already have it, or are they having it soon? The, I think the it's fan like meet in this Chicago? weekend. I think because I think they were here, and yeah, then I think and they're, they're going, going to, to Chicago, Chicago, which was exactly what happened. With Shiny, mm-hmm. we saw them at this, and then and they then did they, a fan meet in Chicago. Yeah. Um, so they're really fun. And then at the end, they always, like, take a picture with the group. Yeah. Um, or with the – excuse me, not the group. They take a picture with the audience. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. They take, like, a selfie. Um, and they do fun stuff. Like, I know one EXO did, like, a two times faster version of Coco Bop or something, like – it's, right. It's at the shiny one, they played, you know, charades with the audience. Mm-hmm. At the A pink one, they did one of those, like, put, put like an octopus in a box or whatever. And, and like, like, make, make them you reach put your in hand it. in it. Yeah. Um, so then the last one that we'll talk about is uh, called a showcase. Mm-hmm. And this is a mini concert. It's usually only about an hour long. And this is different from a full concert or a fan meet because the purpose of a showcase is to introduce the new album to the public. But it's usually only done by newer groups who don't have a lot of content to um Put on to a full pull off concert. a fan meet or a full concert. Yeah. So they're uh, usually will perform only about five songs max. There's no talking in it really. It's like just to perform the songs and be like, here you go. This is the kind mm-hmm. of music we make. Um, and there's two types. They do. They usually do one for the press and the media, and then they do one specifically for the fans. And they're usually held in smaller locations like a cafe or a small theater. Um, and this is where if they have a fan name or a fan color, like that's where they'll introduce it. It's really like a... Our group just debuted. We put out a full album or a mini album or whatever. Like, here's our first performance. Right. That isn't a music show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I find showcase showcase performances are, like, all over YouTube, mm-hmm. especially if you're in the, like, um, in the, like, learning K-pop dances community. Showcase performances end up being, like, the mirrored versions that are around a lot um, because it's, like, a clear, steady, mm-hmm. like, shot of the whole dance. But the th- weirdest thing about them is the press ones are silent. Yeah. So you'll watch, like, I remember when we were learning Good Luck by AOA, I had to use a showcase performance to learn that dance. And they were just, like, dancing their asses off, and then they end the song, and then it's just, like, camera clicks and 
silence. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, someone clap for them. It feels so weird. It feels horrible because those are the press ones, right? Because like the press ones have just like a one steady camera like in the middle to catch everything. But the audience is seated at little tables. They're not just like, they're not in like a standing mosh pit. They're not in like an auditorium. They're like seated at tables. With their laptops open or whatever, taking notes. Taking notes (laughs) and like taking photographs and that's why they're there. They're there to document it not to enjoy it as a performance and it's very bizarre to watch <laughs> yeah it's yeah it's just mm-hmm. so strange to see the, the group yeah. like finish their pose <laughs> and no and nothing nothing, <laughs> nothing at all um, unless you're 17 because then you get to put on a full-on thing called carrot land which was like a showcase and a fan meet oh. sort of that's where um I think I sent you the BSS performance of Just Do It where they're performing it outside. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the Caroline showcase. So, like, when they put out their first album, they did this, like, big outdoor concert, basically, that they called a showcase but was, like, a little bit extra um, because they can. (laughs) Because they're self-producing and they can do whatever they want. Um, But, yeah, that's it. Those are the three words. Cool. Um, I know that you have a lot of re- cool research about like, um, you know, record setters and concerts and stuff. But I think one thing we should probably dip back to before you do that um, is VCRs. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's all the way at the end of mine. So oh, okay. yes, that's why. Totally. Do you want to um, throw that on as our last vocabulary word? Sure. So the last vocabulary word is VCR. Do you know what it stands for? Like it literally I stands for video cassette recording. Okay, there's like it's, that's it. Okay, it's the it's, same as I didn't VCR. know if it was like video concert repack it. Like maybe video concert recording. Okay, well these are just I think I mean these I think are not unique to K-pop. I think just calling them VCRs is unique to K-pop. But these are just like pre-recorded. Videos. Videos that Period. are part of the concerts. Or even we watched, there was one at the Mamamoo fan meet, like just having something pre-recorded to throw up on the screen mm-hmm. is a thing. But they they range from so many types. Like I remember the first shiny concert we ever watched was a Japanese shiny concert. And they just, all the VCRs were just like them in like fake Final Fantasy like CGI fields and there's like bubbles and orbs and they're just like looking at the and they're so dramatic. They're so dramatic. But then there's also like this other type of VCR where they will like they're all dressed like girls and mm-hmm. it's like a silly skit where they're all girls in a high school or they'll do like the some VCRs are like a music video that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. They'll play a whole song and then, you know, like... Yes, like the special clip that is now the music video for The One for XOCBX. That originally started as a concert VCR, which was called, I found it, Reservoir Idols. Oh, like Reservoir, like Reservoir Dogs. Dogs. Um, and that music video is like, it has, it is just the song, The One, playing in the background. But it has Chen Bekshi like wandering around in these like goofy sweatsuits. Um, and like Suho plays different characters, uh, like a janitor and like a fly guy passing out flyers. And then eventually Baekhyun plays a woman and then yeah. they dance in the stadium that you're st- standing in watching them right. 
perform. Um, and so those kinds of VCRs, so like usually, like you said, the one with shiny that was super dramatic, um, VCRs can range from anywhere between like three to eight minutes long. Um, there's usually one for the intro of the concert, like when everybody's getting into places yeah, and like, like some all kind the of audience clock is tech, there. Clock yeah, ticking yeah, yeah. down or whatever. The like, lights will go down like, and the screen comes up and whatever. Dra- drama happens. <laughs> um, but then there's also ones that come like throughout periodically throughout the concert because those allow time for set changes and for costume changes. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much the purpose of a VCR. Yeah. But they come out and they're really funny. Like shiny, my favorite one is Woof Woof um, mm-hmm. because it's like really goofy of them. Um, like <laughs> they use their their like bling bling zhong hyung characters and they like pop up with like a little like comic book name ta- caption on it uh-huh. and then they are like doing silly things like Timmin is trying to like break dance in the street and um, Onyu and Mino are like working out but they're like. <laughs> They'll show you like Mino doing like a one finger push up, mm-hmm. and then like at the end of the the VCR, they like show you another angle of it, and he's like kneeling on his knees mm-hmm. and like against a wall, right. like doing the. It's really cute. Um, but they have some of them are really dramatic acting, like we said. Yeah. Some of them are just them like being goofy, and then some of them are actually like behind the scenes footage of them preparing for the concert, mm-hmm. which is always fun. So you'll see them like backstage or at a photo shoot or underneath the stage, like right before the show starts, yeah. whatever. Um, yeah. But yeah, these stairs are fun. So just wanted to bring that up. Yeah. Before we moved on, but I think you have some fun um, facts. So many facts. facts. So many facts. Um, Okay, so let's see. Let's start with, basically, I just looked up, like, when did K-pop artists start performing outside of Asia? And then I also looked up attendance records. Cool. Um, So, like I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, the very first time Korean artists performed outside of Asia was at this Korea Times Music Festival in L.A. in 2003. After that, it wasn't until 2006 when Rain took two of his tours, Rain's Coming and Rainy rainy day um to u.s and australia they he had three dates outside of asia new york las vegas and sydney was 2006 you said 2006 okay uh that same year yg family their concert their like whole company concert, concert yeah um they performed in new york dc and la then Epic High did uh, four U.S. dates in 2009, and in two th- also in 2009, uh, Rain brought the legend of Rainism to Vegas. Oh, Rain. Um, and then since then, there's pretty much a K-pop concert every single year in another yeah. in another country. Yeah, like they're now it's everywhere pretty standard. Time. Yeah. Um, okay, so attendance records is the most impressive, I think. Um, there's two different types of records, basically, that are kept for concerts. One is the single audience attendance at just one venue, and then the other is, like, the uh, the total audience for the entire tour. Oh, okay. So of single audience attendance um, at one venue, out of the top 25 Nine of the records belong to TVXQ. Wow. And is this of K-pop groups or just like K-pop artists? Groups. Okay. Specifically K-pop okay, okay. groups. Um, so TVXQ holds three of the top four spots. Um, 
the number one, they sold out 75,000 seats at the Nissan Stadium. Um, num- the second top spot is EXO at the Jamsil Olympic Stadium with 72,000. And then the Seoul Olympic Stadium holds all the rest for TVXQ, Sotaji, and HOT. Wow. So those – basically it's like – if you can sell out the bigger stadiums, you'll make it onto that record. Right. Um, because the Nissan Stadium has 75,000 seats. The other ones has 72 and Seoul Olympic blah, blah, Stadium blah, blah, has blah. 60. Blah, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can cut out all that shit, actually. <laughs> if you want to cut out the numbers, I won't. No, it doesn't it. matter. Um, okay. Anyway, then the other big, the big deal for concert attendance is the Tokyo Dome. Yes. Because the Tokyo Dome is one of the bigger stadiums in Japan. Yeah, I'm very curious about this because I know I asked you to look this up because it's like a thing that comes up a lot when you're talking about like bigger groups of being like the dome shows. Are they doing a dome tour? Mm-hmm. Like these to- these Japanese domes are like a really big deal. Is it because they're really big? Like or it's just, it just seems like, like no, actually, oh, okay. because the Nissan Stadium, which holds the like the record for the sing- single largest audience, is seventy five thousand. Mm-hmm. The Tokyo Dome only holds fifty five thousand. Oh, okay, only, only fifty five thousand. It's, a lot, it's a lot of people, but um, they're not necessarily the biggest. I think that they are just reputable, and like mm-hmm. it is a big deal to play there because like the Tokyo Dome, for example, hosts a lot of Western artists, like. Michael Jackson took three of his tours there, um, like Mick Jagger, Bon Jovi, Celine, like Mariah. So it's like playing Madison yeah, yeah, Square Garden yeah. or exactly. whatever. It's like the the venues are like, that's where yes. you go when you've made it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Okay. It's an important venue to play. And some K-pop world tours will just simply include a a single performance at the Tokyo Dome, and some of them will specifically be dome tours, which means that they might play, like, multiple shows at each stadium, but there are five Japanese stadiums that are domes, and so if you do a dome tour, you are going to only play at those five stadiums. Okay, okay, okay. So it's basically, like, a Japanese tour that takes place at those five domes. Okay. They're just reputable venues. Makes sense. I just know that, like, the SM artists that we follow, like, seem to be very into doing dome tours. Mm-hmm. And so. there are only a few – there's only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine groups that have sold out the Tokyo Dome, which are – Whom are they? Uh, TVXQ, known in Japan as Toho Shinki, mm-hmm. uh, Super Junior, Girls' Generation, JYJ, Shiny, 2PM, XO, Big Bang, and G.O.D. Wow. So literally mostly SM. Yeah. So yeah. Mostly we SM were, artists. We I think they they um promote their artists heavily in Japan. Mm-hmm. I mean TVXQ was in Japan almost exclusively for like the last four Forever. years of their career. Yeah. Uh yeah. So since we're talking let's see, since we're talking about ja- Japan tours, let me think. Um before I get into these like tour attendance records. Most actually most of the tour ad- attendance records are Japanese dome tours. Um, yeah. So out of the top 11 most attended world tours of mm-hmm. any K-pop artist, six of them belong to Big Bang or G-Dragon. Wow. Three of them are TVXQ and the other two are EXO. Wow. So, so only it's pretty much three just like artists, three groups that are... Yeah. Three groups dominate the world. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Um... 
So yeah, I mean they and they these so these audiences range from five hundred and seventy thousand is the number eleven, which is okay. G so that's like the least, that's the lowest. Unquote. Yeah, five hundred seventy thousand people across eight countries, and that was just for like shows. a single tour, like G Dragon did tour, one tour, one two thousand eighteen one of a kind G Dragon tour, five hundred seventy thousand people. Damn. I'm just going to jump all the way to number one. So what's so if that's compare, the last that's one. That's the least. The most is Big Bang's 2015 Made World Tour, which had 66 shows across 15 countries and a total combined audience of 1.5 million people. Oh, my God. <laughs> so almost twice what G-Dragon had. That's crazy. That is the most attended concert tour by a Korean act ever. In the history of Korean music, that is the most attended tour. I had to write down some reviews of it. Okay, yeah. Because when they came to America, the New York Times called them smooth K-pop criminals that were an extreme, intense, and overwhelming K-pop carnival. (laughs) Overwhelming. Explaining that it was terrifying how good each member was. Wow. I really <laughs> Those like are direct quotes those are from good concert superlatives. I like them. Mm-hmm. I love the terrifying how good each member yeah. is. Um, the, the rest, like, it's just, it's Big Bang, Big Bang, TVXQ, Big Bang, Big Bang, TVXQ, <laughs> EXO, Big Bang, EXO, TVXQ, G-Dragon. Like, that's the wow. order. And they're all, they're all just ridiculous. Um, let's see, how many of those are Japanese tours? Um, Almost all of TVXQ's, there's, let's see, Big Bang's Japanese Five Dome Tour, TVXQ's Five Dome Tour, Big Bang's another Five Dome Tour, TVXQ another Five Dome Tour. Like, those are where they really get their big audiences because those domes, like, I mean, they have a lot of people and they'll play a lot of shows there. Um, when TVXQ toured in 2013, that was the first time that the, a non-Japanese Asian artist completed the Five Dome Tour. Um, and then Big Bang is the first Korean artist to do two consecutive dome tours in 2013 and 2014. And they had a combined audience of over a million people. Dang. Yeah. Now I'm just curious if you have it right, if you don't have it written down, it's okay. But in that G Dragon tour you talked about, you said that he went to six or eight s- countries, eight countries in like sixty six da- or twenty seven shows. Twenty seven shows. What's the like average amount of shows that people do on a tour? Like- Great question. <laughs> uh, I would say the average would be thirty. Okay, um, that's crazy. Yeah, but <laughs> if you're doing a five dome tour, it seems the average is sixteen. So you do like a couple nights at each dome right. because you're only playing at five stadiums. But then if you're doing a world tour, that ranges from like 27 all the way to Big Bang's 2012 Alive tour had 48. Oh, wow. So and then their made world tour, the one that has the the highest the was 66 shows. Yeah. So it really depends. They can kind of do as many as they want. Right. And I feel like tours can like be – weirdly indefinite Mm -hmm. or like it just sort of depends like i know for like this current exo tour like just as an example what is this a leash a leashian or however however you say it elixian something yeah but that they elixian yeah i don't know even beckyon forget forgot the name of the but it was basically that (laughs) on the tour he couldn't remember the name of the tour but i know that it was like the tour started and it was like we're doing four four nights in seoul 
That's uh-huh. the start of the tour. And then a month later, they're like, here are our Japanese dates. And then like a month later, they were like, we're going to the Philippines. And it's just like, they sort of just like, as the year goes on, uh-huh. they keep adding dates Planned and the tour just keeps going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because these tours, like some of them, like the made world tour was only in 2015, but then some of Big Bang's other tours went from like 2012 to 2013. So like, they're just they doing last. that. That show, quote, like those mm-hmm. songs or whatever, that show. That forever. performance. Okay. For pretty much as long as they want, I yes. guess. Well, that's yeah. really cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a whole bunch of like fun. This researching this uh, episode sort of led me down a rabbit hole of like watching different funny moments. Because um, I tried to look up like the most iconic solos or like special stages. It's hard to find. But I think those are just like very personal to people. And it's like you, you know, like you have your favorite like solo stage, Mm -hmm. but there's, you know, I think we did mention some, like I think uh, Key's like dominatrix solo (laughs) stage is pretty iconic. Like there's a couple that like, you know, have transcended (laughs) their groups or whatever. Definitely. You know, it's just people having a good time. I highly recommend, like, I personally own several K-pop concert DVDs, and you and I have watched quite a few K-pop concert because of DVDs as beautiful well. Beautiful souls who put them on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so you, I, I highly recommend that if you are like really into a group, see if you can find one yeah, of their concert. DVDs if your group on has ever done a concert DVD, like, get a hold of it. They're really yeah. so. They're so fun to if watch. If you live in a town that has a Chinatown, I guarantee you that they will have. <laughs> a store that sells them because that's where I bought mine and they had a whole it was like floor to ceiling wall to wall like all kinds of DVDs so look up those like dusty little video marts and You'll yeah, find, gold. find some cool stuff. Um, um, but this did lend, send me down a rabbit hole of, of like funny moments that happened in concerts because a lot of times, like obviously they're live, so like people silly. fall down, people fall. <laughs> like there's, I watched a really funny compilation of like it was literally just called something like funny concert K-pop moments or something. <laughs> like I don't know, it was, it was a, one of those dumb compilations. Um, and there's one that really made me laugh where. Um, Super Junior was performing and they're all standing on like a um, – so there's a platform in the stage that is going to rise up, right? Mm-hmm. And so when they start singing this song, they're like all standing in a circle, like facing out of the circle to face the audience. And then like the circle that they're standing in is going to be a platform right. that rises. But Heechul was not standing correctly in oh, the no. circle. Oh, no. There's no injury. Okay. None at all. But the, he's standing literally right in front of where the platform will rise from. So as it starts to rise, he doesn't, because everyone's facing out, he doesn't notice that the rest of his group is rising, is rising behind, behind him. Behind him. <laughs> and he's just standing there dramatically because it's not his turn to sing. And he's standing very seriously and like staring out into the crowd. Meanwhile, the <laughs> rest of Super Junior is rising above him. And one of the members next to him is trying to be like, Psst. Like before it gets too high to get him to like step up. And you can hear fangirls in the audience being like, he he And he just doesn't notice at all. It was really funny. Um, but there are really scary moments of people falling in, yeah. in holes and stuff that just appear on stage. Um, and then there's funny goofs like when Tiffany pulled out her own hair extension <laughs> and then didn't know what to do with it. So she just threw it on the floor. And then another member of Girls' Generation came by and was like, Ugh, what is this? Um, 
yeah, funny shit happens. Yeah, at, uh, it's always fun. K-pop concerts are great. K-pop concerts are great. They they make them do funny stuff. Like I don't know, they they goof around a lot with each other during their concerts and. Yeah, and then usually everyone cries at the end, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and you get to feel real emotional and yeah. stuff, and it's fun. And they pour water on each other, <laughs> and they hit each other with toys. Or if it's someone's birthday, a cake mm-hmm. gets brought out. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Or just... if you're Big Bang, they'd usually take turns taking each other's shirts off. That's what I found. Each other? Research. Taking each other's Taking each other's shirts off. Oh, okay. Off. Like they during... strip each other. Yes, they strip each other. Fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> Big Bang. That's yeah. how they get those big audiences. <laughs> they take each other's shirts off. That's really cool. Well, I mean, I think I think that's like probably basically like it for concerts. We just wanted to talk about this today because we were at one last night, which was fun. And also this week, um, BTS announced their like upcoming tour. So I know that like all the poor army all around the world are like flipping out. Like, are we going to get our tickets? Well, like we're we're wishing good juju for all y'all guys. Yeah, good but, luck. Like, yeah, that's that's the worst part of concerts is can you get in? <laughs> because as we were saying, like they're sort of planned as they go, so it's hard to get tickets in advance. Like a lot of times they'll announce events or concert dates like just a few weeks before the concert actually right. happens. So it's, it's I was very scramble. surprised that this BTS one because I think it's not till September, but mm-hmm. they like already announced it, which like feels crazy because I know like you know with the shiny tour that we had to miss last year because of my wedding. <laughs> They, like, announced that date, like, a month yeah. before. And it was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. A month? How am I going to get – how do I get myself together? So, um, yeah, but they're always a good time. And if you ever get a chance to go to a K-pop concert, like, you should. They're super fun. They're very fun. Or watch them on a DVD. Yeah. get a, At the very least, get a hold of a concert DVD because they're really – they're just, like, a good experience. Like, three hours of, like, mm-hmm. of, of beautifully filmed fun. Yeah. Because, yeah, while there's plenty of, like, you know, depending on the venue and the rules, like, some concerts will get, like, fan – cammed um you know like recorded by fans in the audience which like can be fun that's often where a lot of the like silly stuff like people tripping or hitting each other with Mm -hmm. toys or whatever those get caught by fans yeah um but sometimes those videos like suck quality wise so like if there's a beautiful concert dvd like then you can really see it and it looks professional camera all that stuff but those all those compilation videos you'll find on youtube of like 17 moments i think about a lot or like BTS being silly. That's all shit from concerts. Yeah, mostly. yeah, yeah. Like just shaky fan cams of them like slapping each other's butts or whatever. Yeah, or someone threw a weird toy on the yeah. stage and then they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just noticed in my notes that one of the things I was, I forgot about one of the things I was going to surprise you with, oh. um, which is about a VCR. Uh-huh. You know that performance of My Lady that you hate? Yeah. So that – while all the members are singing on stage before they get on the floor, uh-huh. um, has like in the background a VCR of like a girl getting ready, right? And right. then she's the face that's like looking down at them as they dry hump the floor. Uh-huh. That's Sulky from Red Oh Velvet. my God, really? Yep. <laughs> wow. And the entire VCR is just her, it's pre debut, and it's just her getting ready in like a fancy dress and like putting her makeup on and then she just leans over and watches them hump a mirror. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's great. That's a perfect note to end this concert discussion on, I think. Okay. We'll be right back with our random game. All right. We're back and we got a like kind of newer group 
um, yeah, in the random one that game we're this familiar week. with. Yes, I at least have a lot to say. Um, and that group is Card, K A R D, yes. with a period between every letter. And this is interesting because this is a co-ed group. Yes, a co-ed group, a four-member co-ed group, two girls, two boys, uh, from DSP Media, a smaller smaller co- record label. Yeah. Um, so the members, the boys are JSF and BM. Which stands for Big Matt. Big Matt. <laughs> um, and the girls are Somin and Jiwoo. And uh, Somin was actually in a Japanese girl group. Before she was in card. Mm-hmm. She got shuffled around quite a bit, actually, because um, she was in that Japanese girl group, Pretty. Um, and then she joined the Kara project where she competed to be a new member of Kara, but came in second. Um, and then actually did debut, uh, with a different group from DSP media, the same label that does card, but it was a girl group called April. Um, and then she left the group and, and then they joined, put her in card. Yeah. yeah. And joined card instead. Um, and the interesting thing about card, or what was supposed to be interesting about card, and we've as it's gone on, we've sort of seen it Fall not apart. come to fruition. But the initial concept of this group was supposed to be that they would be the, these four members, and that they would have a rotating secret hidden member, mm-hmm. and that every track would like guest feature somebody. So their first um, single had this girl, uh, Youngji, who was who did win that Kara project yep. show and became a member of Kara. They had her as the hidden card. Which basically just means that she, she was featured as a vocalist on the song, but did not appear in the music video or any of the performances. Yeah. Like, she's not a part of the dance, but her voice is featured on the track. And that was supposed to, like, they initially said that that was going to be, like... Their thing. Their thing, but it sort of never happened. And also, am I wrong in that... I don't I don't know if I'll be able to confirm this but like are they official like is it one of those things where they're like technically officially like not even debuted or whatever like cuz they I feel like when they put them out they were like we're going to do like this many tracks and then it will be like the card project I don't I don't remember I don't I don't know if they've had their like official debut. Oh, they officially no, debuted. Okay, they officially debuted on July nineteenth, twenty seventeen. But their first song came out back in December twenty sixteen. Yes. So they put out like three singles or something before they officially debuted. Yes, yes, yes. Did With they Ola Ola, I think was their f- official debut. We could probably look it up. Um, wasn't there? Did their official debut come with an actual? Oh, yeah, it did come with an actual album. Yeah, because they did Oh Na Na, Don't Recall, and Rumor, and then Ola Ola was, like, the actual debut song. Yes, because that's the title of their first EP, is Ola Ola. Yeah, so, I don't know. I feel like the general consensus, I know for me and for you, and the general consensus in the K-pop world is that, like, we're all a little disappointed with Card. Because when they came out, it was so exciting. Like, co-ed groups are really rare. Mm -hmm. They almost never happen. Mm -hmm. And that first single, Oh Na Na, was great. Yeah. And it was like, oh, my God, this is going to be so fun. And then they just sort of put the same song out over and over again. Yeah, I liked liked Oh Na Na, and I liked Don't Recall. And then every other song that came out after that, it just 
all like the the choreography is very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of like always do this little like tropical knee house, thing. and they do like bouncy yeah, like knee island dancing, but they're the, not great at it. No, and, and the songs all sound the same, and it just got it was very disappointing. I feel like they were very anticlimactic. Yeah, and the way that they were promoted as a group, I think, didn't do them any favors because. As soon as they released these singles, pretty much they like immediately went on tour and have been on They've tour. They've been ever on since. tour forever, which is probably is probably the angle that like the company is getting at now is that they dropped this whole like hidden card nonsense and they're like let's just like make money all over the world mm-hmm. because they are very popular. Like I'm not trying to speak for everybody. Like plenty of people like really, really, clearly, really, really like card because they've I yeah. follow them all on Instagram and they've been on tour um mm-hmm. forever. Like yeah, they've been. On tour for a really long time and they really do go all, all yeah. over the world like they they perform a lot in europe and in north america and south america mm-hmm. like a lot in south america yeah so they're all over the place um and i mean they've only been around like a year mm-hmm. so you never know what could happen but i personally have been slightly disappointed i have as well but let's see what what their um what music video we're gonna get to watch don't recall. All right. It has 42 million views, wow. which is double the amount of all of their other videos, which is pretty crazy. And it only came out a year ago. Is this right? Because I feel like, okay. Oh, no, no. Okay. I just wanted to make sure because I was like, the first one really isn't. Nope. Okay. Um, all right. Let's do it. Here is um, card. Don't recall. Okay, so we got the cards. The yeah, so like playing cards are definitely like part of the theme. Yeah. Their fan club is called Hidden Card. Oh, really? Yeah, so the fans are also the hidden card. I don't huh. know. All right. So like when this song came out, I thought it was really cool. Like I really like the choreography in this dance and I the song itself I I find very catchy. But this is their sound. Like, this is what all of their songs sound and look like. Yes. So in this video, we've got, like, they're all wearing white, like, white turtlenecks, and there's, like, chandeliers and leather chairs. and It's a box video. They're just standing in different boxes. Uh, One of the boxes is where the choreography happens, and they're all wearing white. And then the other boxes are, like, shattered mirrors or ornate wallpaper, and they're, like, standing, sitting staring into space dramatically. And that's pretty much all that happens in this video. I hated this dance. I like this dance. It looks like they look like monkeys. I know, they do look like little monkeys. But I like it. The song was... I liked this song. Me too. I was so excited when this came out. This was like their second song. Yeah. This was still like quote unquote pre debut. Mm-hmm. I will say I don't feel like they do a good job of featuring the boys equally. Do you feel like BM gets all the credit yes. and JSF doesn't get any? I do. <laughs> Mostly because I feel like a lot of times in their choreography, they will put BM in front of. What's the other one's name? Jaseph. It's like Joseph with no Yeah. O. And Big Matt is big. Like he is he's big. so tall. And Jaseph is smaller than he is. So when you put him in behind him, you like he can't disappears. See him at all. Yeah. <laughs> 
the weirdest thing about this song is they also put out an English version of this song, mm-hmm. and I've only heard the English version like once, and I've heard this version like what fifty times, and I still think. All the plans that we had and the memories, like the English parts are like forever in my head, even though I only heard the English version like oh one time. I didn't remember anything about the English version, but I know I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly the same as this one. Yeah. With other Maybe lyrics. maybe I didn't watch all of it because I realized it was exactly the same and was like, I don't care. <laughs> this one's good enough. But I really like the way that they, like, I think what's cool about Card is that because they are a co-ed group, they can have more fun with their choreography. Like, they do incorporate partner dancing. Not enough, though. Not enough. Like, you'd think that, that they, they would do constantly be doing cool partner dances. And but in their first two, I feel like they did. And then since then, they, like, have Have sort really. of stopped. Mm-hmm. But They're, Onana is mostly a partner dance. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, well, that's card. I definitely recommend that song or Oh Na Na. Mm-hmm. I, I like those two. I want to say, like, as just like a warning, like, never watch the You and Me music video. <laughs> Don't do it. It's so disturbing. You're looking at me with blank eyes because it keeps leaving your mind. <laughs> Which one is the it? The music video where the boys are dead the whole time. Oh! See? God this is com- it. I hate that one. <laughs> I forgot. You always forget about it. Stop bringing it up! Right? I just wanted to bring it up to tell people if they were like, oh, I should like go through Card's music video collection Ugh, after this. So Don't watch that music video. Ugh. It's so disturbing. It's not okay. I'm a mess now. Oop. I ripped my headphones off. Because <laughs> I didn't want you saying the, name, saying the words in my ears. But you were staring at me so blankly. I know I was. It's because I never remember the name of the song. That's okay. Um. Anyway, so that was Card. Card card there you go recommendations recommendation time um okay i will go first uh, my recommendation is probably not a surprise um because if you follow us on twitter or me on twitter or anything like that uh, i haven't been able to like do anything but talk about this new pentagon song shine um, it's the greatest song I've ever heard. Um, it's perfect. I can't stop playing it. Like, I think it might have some kind of, <laughs> like, subliminal something in it that's just, like, play me over and over again. Um, because this, it's not just me. Like, everybody that we talk to on our uh, K-pop chat days with the K-pop cast crew and, like, all, a bunch of our listeners, like, everybody is, like, full-on obsessed with this song now. Um it's so good. It's so good. And it has like really precious lyrics that I really like as a person who like just lived constant unrequited love in middle school. Like I always find unrequited love songs like very precious. Um, and this one just has really cute lyrics. And I am now a full-blown Pentagon stan. I've had like a really long week. And now like like 10, I've opened my heart for 10 more boys. I can't believe it. But like, oh, I love them so much. Um, so yeah, my recommendation is Pentagon Shine. Get on the train. It's great here. <laughs> Do you recommend the music video or a dance I think the. I mean, I think the, dan- the dance practice or the choreography video or whatever they call it is probably my recommendation because the dance is so cute um (laughs) but the music video does showcase the dance enough i feel like both Mm -hmm. are good um but yeah pentagon shine yay um i wasn't really sure what to recommend but because i 
am a fairly newly minted carrot, I will also choose to recommend something from my my new group, mm-hmm. Seventeen, um, which is a music video that like I okay I I don't know the name of the song because it's written in Korean. It says Thirteen, and then what does it say, Shannon? Like 13 month dance? I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know what it was. I don't know why it was made. I don't know why it exists or what it is. All I know is that it's beautiful. Um, It's called, the title of it is like MV17 SVT Performance Team. Um, Because 17 is made up of three different units or teams, right? Performance team, which is like the dance team. Mm -hmm. And then the vocal team and the hip hop team. And each team, in addition to like putting out group music videos obviously for like the whole group they also put out individual songs and performances and music videos for each team as their little teams Mm -hmm. and so i'm going to recommend um a video from the performance team which is uh basically just like this gorgeous contemporary dance um it only features the four members of the performance team which are hoshi june the eight and dino um and it's as someone who loves to watch dance it's just beautiful it's like, spectacular it's, it really it's is stunningly incredible they're such phenomenal dancers um because and they're wearing like white they're all wearing like white and they're just flowy, like, flowy and it's dramatic and, and they're like in front of like a library that looks like the first time i watched it i thought it was in of Boston. some kind like yeah. yeah it's it's beautiful they're like laying on top of each other and they're just it's gorgeous i love them that's a really good recommendation love it great Okay. Well, that's another another episode in the can. You did it. I powered through. Thank you, you cold medicine. Um, all right. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media, we'd certainly love that. Um, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at AMA K-pop Pod. Um, as I mentioned before, all of the videos from the concert we went to last night are on the Instagram forever saved in the highlights. So you mm-hmm. can watch that whenever you're listening to this. Um, all the links for all of our episodes, everything we talk about, we link at AMA KpopPod.tumblr.com. And if you want to send us an email, um, we love getting emails, amakpoppod at gmail.com. And that's it. And we will see you next week. Yes. Next week, we'll be talking about special projects and collaborations. So we talked about like subunits last week. And next week, we'll talk about um, projects that have multiple members of different groups. Yes, yes, yes. Great. That will be really fun. All right. See you all then. Bye. Bye. Chongyan, you're our inspiration. (laughs) 